Welcome back. Today we are going to speak about uh, two personalities that are mentioned at the end of Perikhei. Um, the last two Mishnahs in Perikhei, which are Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe. Um, when I, this series, by the way, I haven't mentioned previously, but the series is based on a safe right put out a few years ago in honor of my youngest son's bar mitzvah. Um, and when I, when I introduced the idea of this safer, and I mentioned it to somebody who I was friendly with, who I'm close with, that I put out such a safer, so he said to me, well, if you're connecting the dots and trying to show a connection between the personalities and the individuals, what do you have to say about Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe? Some of you may be familiar with the uh, popular song about uh, Ben Bagbag. Um, it's a very interesting name. Uh, so let's see if we can get an understanding about their names, where, they, where it came from, and um, if there's any connection between their lives and their teachings. But first, uh, we're going to go into what it is they taught. I should also mention, and uh, we've mentioned previously, that originally Perikiavos was written in five chapters, and it was only later that they added Perikvav, which is not Mishnayis, but Brysis. So this technically, these two Mishnayis of Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe, are the siyum at the are the end of Mesech the Mishnayis as it was originally structured, originally composed. It was only later that they added on Perikvav. So these are the Mishnas that close Perikavas. Now, what do they teach? So Ben Bagbag, Omer, Ben Bagbag said, Hafochba Vahfochba, you should uh, delve into it and literally uh, turn it upside down, in and out. The Kulaba, referring to the Torah, because everything is in the Torah. If you delve deep enough and you're able to understand the depths of the Torah, everything is in the Torah. We know there are Chachamim throughout the generations that did not learn any of the sciences and they were familiar with science, with medicine. The Ramah was a doctor, he never went to university. The Vilna Goin wrote a Sefer on mathematics, he also never went to university. But they were able to delve into the depths of Torah and to attain the knowledge that which, which they attained from the study of Torah. So he's teaching and you should look into it and um, uh, you should never um, shy or, or move away from it because there's nothing greater than Torah itself. That is a lesson of Ben Bagbag. Why he said this, we'll see soon. Also, it's important to note that this Mishnah is said in Aramaic, not in Lashon Kaidish. Uh, most of the Mishnahis in Pirkei Avah is probably 95% of them were written in, in Lashon Kaidish. Why is this mentioned in Aramaic? There is another mission that comes to mind that was mentioned in Aramaic, the one of Hillel, where he said, Afu and he said, that was also mentioned in Aramaic, but for the most part, Mishnahis are not mentioned in Aramaic, so we need to understand also, before we're done, why this is mentioned in Aramaic. The next Mishnah, Ben, ben Heihei, uh, is um, a very well-known Mishnah. It's only three words. He says, Lefum Tsara Agra, also in Aramaic, that according to the suffering or in story, uh, uh, um, according to the exertion that you put into something, there will be a direct relation to the reward that you will experience. So if you want to uh, experience or accomplish something great, you need to put in an effort. You're not going to be able to accomplish great things without making the appropriate investment and putting in the appropriate effort. Very logical, makes a lot of sense. Why is he the one to teach this to us? Also, let's try and understand where their names came from. So, I think there's a, uh, a Chazal that we can refer to that will shed light on who they were 
and possibly why they taught that which they taught and why it was said in Aramaic and also help us understand their strange, uh, unusual names. So the Taisis Yamtiv brings down the following from the Medrash Shmuel and the Maral in a Sefer Derechaim also says a very, very similar pshat. Taisis Yamtiv says the Medrash Shmuel brings down Sheharajbam, the Rashbam, who was one of the earlier Rishayim, who was a grandson of Rashi. Kosav, he writes, Sheshama Midoida, he heard from his uncle, Hari ben Harosh. He heard from his uncle, Rabbi Yehuda, the son of the Rush. I didn't realize, by the way, that the Rashbam was related to the Rush. We see over here that, the, according to this Medrash Shmuel, the Rashbam was actually a nephew uh, of the Re ben Harosh. So that means that um, the Rush was his great uncle. Um, and he writes, Shegerim Hayu that these two individuals mentioned, Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe, were Geirim. Uh, they were converts. And in order to keep them hidden from those who would report them and possibly get them into serious trouble, Nikru Kach, they didn't give them names. They referred to them as Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe. Where did these names come from? So he goes on to explain that we know, for example, today when somebody is Megayer, his father was not Jewish, so he doesn't have a, a his father is, doesn't have a Jewish name. So the name he's given is Avram. Let's say his name is Avram, Avram ben Avram. If his name is Yitzchak, it's Yitzchak ben Avram. Because Avram was the father of the Jewish nation. So if somebody converts to become Jewish, so when called out to Aliyah, his name is, whatever his name is, Ben Avram. So once again, they didn't want, they didn't want to identify openly that these were Gerim. And so therefore they referred to as Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe. Why? Because one other, one other Chazal we know about Avram and Sarah is that both of them originally uh, were not called Avram and Sarah. Their name was modified. Avram was originally called Avram, but a He was, let, was added to his name, so he became Avraham. And Sarah originally was called Sarai, and she had a He added to her name as well. So it became from Avram and Sarai, it became Avraham and Sarah. So a hay was added to Avraham and a hay was added to Sarah. Says the Rashbam that because they were Gerim and they were B'nai Avraham v'Sarah, they were descendants or children of our forefathers Avraham Avinu and Sarah Imenu. So therefore they were called Ben Bagbag and Ben Hehe because hay are the letters that symbolize Avraham becoming the father of our nation. It was only after his name was changed that he was ochad to merit having children and become the father of our nation. And Sarai, same thing. Her name had to be changed in order to create the nation of the Jewish people. So symbolic of the fact that these two individuals, these two converts, now entered into a conversion and became part of the Jewish people. One was called Ben Hehe, And in order to make a distinction between the two of them, because they obviously were contemporaries and colleagues, they had to give them slightly different names. So one was called Ben Hehe, the other one was called Ben Bagbag, because Bag is Bez Gimel. Bez Gimel is 2 plus 3, which is 5. So effectively, it's the same nickname that they were given. It was given in such a way to try and conceal that they were converts. It was peculiar, interesting names. But in order to make a distinction between the two of them, one was called Ben Hehe, and one was called Ben Bagbag. Now, now that we understand that they were Gerim, we can also understand why their teachings were taught in Aramaic, because that was the language that they grew up with. That was the language that they were used to. Um, in addition, we know that Gerim 
Um, the Der- Sefer Derech Oves explains that Gerim have a very difficult time adjusting because they are used to uh, uh, doing certain things or being able to do certain things, and now they have to take on the Tariyag Mitzvahs and they have to take on all these different restrictions, things that they're not used to, things that they're not accustomed to. And they have a strong tendency, or Teva, or Yetzirah, if you will, to do certain things, and now they're not allowed to do it. So there's a, there's a tremendous struggle. And so therefore comes along these two Chachamim, um, um, who are now Gerim, and are encouraging people who, who, who uh, from their own experiences, by telling them, Lefum Tzara Agra, despite the fact that it may be difficult, it's all worthwhile, because to become part of B'nai Yisrael, to become part of the, of the Jewish people, to be able to experience Torah, there's no greater thing than Torah, and that's what Ben Bagbag says, and it reminds me, when he says these words of that um, it's similar uh, to a pshat in, um, in Yisroi. Yisroi, we know, when he came to greet Moshe Rabbeinu in Parshas Yisroi, it says, um, I now know um, that Hashem is greater than all the other um, powers or you know, uh, gods that people worshipped. And Rashi over there says, because Yisroi actually tried out all the other different beliefs and different ideas, religions, and powers, and he recognized that they were nothing, and he recognized that Hashem was greater than all of them. So it took somebody like Yisroit, who experienced all of the other uh, religions, so to speak, of his day, to recognize that this is the real one, this is the um, uh, authentic one. And so similarly, Ben Bagbag, who experienced uh, a different upbringing, and a different background, a different uh, religion, a way of life, is coming along and saying that the Torah is real, and the Torah has everything in it, and it's especially meaningful coming from somebody who was not initially born with Torah or grew up in that environment. And when you take into account the challenges of gerim in adjusting and the challenges of uh, being exposed to a different, completely different lifestyle, we can have a better appreciation of why they chose these two lessons to speak, to speak of, we understand their names a little better. We also understand why they spoke in the Aramic language, which was their mother tongue.